COVID-19, better known as coronavirus, has spread throughout the world. Symptoms of this respiratory disease include fever, cough, and sharpness of breath. These symptoms may show up 2 to 14 days after exposure. If you're experiencing these symptoms and have come in contact with or in an area with an ongoing outbreak, please call a hotline and or consult a physician. Clean and disinfect high-touch surfaces. For more information, please visit cdc.gov COVID-19. Thank you. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the I Am Cannabis Sativa podcast. I'm your host, Dan Scotland. If you are currently a medical marijuana patient and want to tell your story and be featured on the podcast, feel free to email me at IamCannabisSativa at gmail.com. Feel free to hit us up on Instagram at IamCannabisSativa. You can also find me on Twitter at ICSativaPod. You can find and subscribe to our podcast on Spotify, iTunes, Anchor FM, Overcast, Radio Republic, TuneIn, Stitcher, Google Play Music Store, and more. Please rate and review us on iTunes as rating and reviewing us will bump up the pod on their algorithm and put this podcast in front of even more eyeballs. If you like what we are doing, please become a Patreon supporter of the podcast and support us. Supporting us helps us to keep the lights on, pay rent, pay for hosting, equipment, and travel. And you can do this by going to https colon slash slash anchor dot fm slash I am Cannabis Sativa podcast slash support. You can also support me now on Patreon at www dot patreon.com slash IC Sativa podcast. You can support this podcast for as little as $1 a month. We also have a $5 tier if you're feeling extra generous. A special thanks to our current patrons and supporters. Shout out to friends of the show Reefer Revolution for supporting the podcast. Shout out to our new Patreon and friend of the show Gracie Gatto. Shout out also to Joy One Love 420, also a friend of the show and founder of Keystone State Reviews. Becoming a Patreon or financially supporting us through Anchor, Patreon, PayPal gets you perks like early episodes, exclusives, and, and shout outs at the beginning of every episode. We also have been recently syndicated by friend of the show, Russ Belfill, and will now be featured weekly on Radical Russ Radio right before his show from Monday, 7 a.m., Tuesday, 9 a.m., Wednesday, 11 a.m., Thursday, 1 p.m., and Friday, 3 p.m., all mountain times. And without further ado, let's get to the episode. We have breaking news this morning on Julian Assange, the WikiLeaks founder accused of revealing U.S. classified information. Elizabeth Palmer is in London where a judge has just ruled in his case. Elizabeth, what can you tell us? Good morning. Yes, well, the verdict was a surprise. It prompted a huge cheer among Assange's supporters outside the Old Bailey, the Central Criminal Court. Uh, the judge's verdict says that Julian Assange will not be extradited to the United States to stand trial on mental health grounds. She says that he's depressed, he's despairing, and that conditions in U.S. jails, uh, which she described as oppressive, uh, could make him a serious suicide risk. 
if extradited, he would have faced 18 counts, one of computer hacking and 17 espionage charges. Uh, all relate to classified documents he published on the WikiLeaks uh, website relating to the Afghan and Iraq wars, along with thousands of confidential diplomatic cables. Although she did block his extradition, the judge rejected his defense, essentially, which hinged on the fact that he, he maintained he was protected by freedom of speech laws. Theoretically, if he was found guilty, he could have faced more than a hundred years in jail. In spite of that verdict, though, Assange did not walk out of court a free man. Instead, he was remanded straight back into custody because the U.S. legal team announced they are going to apply uh, their going to appeal probably as soon as this week so this case is far from over gail wow. all right elizabeth palmer reporting from london Thank howdy folks dan scotland here joining you from legal grass Massachusetts, the heartland of america so for today's episode we're going to be talking a bit more about um why i think um 2021 will be a good year um for Ohio to legalize adult use cannabis. Um, we're expanding on the previous episode we just dropped. I can be found anywhere you find podcasts such as iTunes, Castbox, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, and other platforms like it. You can also subscribe to this podcast and kick in $1, $5 a month. Um, and any revenue that we get, we reinvest it back into the podcasts for um, paying for hosting fees, um, paying for website maintenance, paying to market and spread this message. Um, and you can do this by going to bit.ly slash 2NJMSHN. And you can also find us on Twitter at ICSativaPod and then on Instagram at underscore I am Cannabis Sativa. All right, so we're going to be going over a couple of things here. Um, going to be doing a little bit of like, going to do a little bit of presentations here. Um, so, all right, let's go to this video. Ballots, polling booths, and long lines. The Cleveland County Election Board has been preparing for this day for weeks. This is my first really big election, so it's exciting. The polls officially opened up at 7 a.m. on Election Day, with more than 800,000 Oklahomans casting their vote. More people voted than in the 2014 general primaries or in the presidential elections of 2016. Oh, there's a lot of things. You hear that? State's question. Um, also, you hear we that? have more, um, more things on the ballot. Um, don't normally have that many things to, to vote on the Democratic ballot primary. We do. And the Republican primary. And then we have a Libertarian ballot, too. So. A precinct inspector says it's been a lot busier than normal, thanks to college students. The college students, which represent 85% of our constituency in this precinct, um, uh, they, they turn out heavily for elections of uh, individuals. Hopefully this question is just the first step in like making a more inclusive Oklahoma in a lot of ways, and I think our current laws with the substance of marijuana are discriminatory, and I think we have a huge opportunity to change that. With question 788 passing, a licensed Oklahoman will now be permitted to possess up to three ounces of marijuana on their person and eight ounces at home to be used for medicinal purposes. There is going to be a runoff election in August, followed by the general election in November. 
The question is whether the upcoming elections will pull in as many voters as the June primary without a controversial issue like 788 on the ballot. Cassidy Mudd, OU Nightly. You hear that? So, um, as you all know, um, SQ, SQ 788, um, which is the ballot measure which broadly legalized medical marijuana in Oklahoma, um, was put on the ballot June of 2018. Yeah, that's right. You got that correct. It was put on the ballot during the summer. Um, and they had a record amount of turnout because of medical marijuana. This was in the 2018 midterms. Um, they had record turnout. So, and, and in the end of that video, they were saying that college students, um, I mean, to the extent they were still in, cause school tends to end around like, like college tends to end around like, like. I want to say like I'm trying to think it tends to end around like Mayish, Juneish, early Juneish, Mayish, late May, early Juneish, I think, or say like yeah, like a, like no, like yeah, around May or whatever. But um, depending on the school, but like it got record turnout. The college students still showed up and and, and voted on this. So putting things on putting things on the ballot on an off year election or a midterm election, I don't think it has the same sort of um, handicap that it had in 2015 or um, prior to that. Um, like I've said before on our previous episode, I think that cannabis has reached such like it's reached such broad consensus all over the country. Like if you look at, if you look at polls, um, if you look at polls all over the like United States, like normal, like individual States, it's getting above water in, in almost all the States nowadays. Like I think Wyoming had 54% of adults supporting full legalization. Um, Kansas had over 60% from a poll. I just checked before this episode. Um, you know, Georgia, I believe, was around 53, 54%. It would, again, but a lot of these states, they don't have ballot measures. So um, they're reliant on their fossils and their state legislature and their governor um, making moves on reform. But in a lot of these states, you have Bible thumping conservatives that hate the plant, hate the people that use the plant, like, like, um, sucking up to the cop unions, like locking up brown people and black people because cruelty is the point for a lot of these chuds. But, um, but it, it is, it is above water in almost most, in almost all, if, if not most of states in this country. Um, I don't think it'll make a difference what year it's put on the ballot. I just think you know, the turnout isn't going to be as much, but like, let's, let's, let's continue going into this. Like, all right. So for example, SQ 88788 got 507,000 yes votes, um, which was 50, which was nearly 57%. And then it got 385,000 
176 votes, 43% saying no. Um, to- combined, it's about like, combined, it's, it's pretty close to, um, 900,000 in, in, in terms of the total turnout and vote total for this question. But then we contrast that to, um, the general election, um, they got, Okay, so this, so Trump obviously got about 1 million, about 1 million votes. Biden got 500,000. You know, you, you do all the math and it's about, it's about 1.5, 1.6 million. But then we look at the, we look at the ballot measures that were, that were on the ballot and we look at the amount of votes. And as you can see, because it's a general election where, um, People are voting for the president. They're voting for their U.S. senators and reps because those are more high. Those are more high turnout elections. You know, um, yeah, the numbers are bigger with with this measure, with with with, with the turnout. But I I don't think that it's having an overall massive effect on whether the question passed or not. Like they put drug reform on the ballot, I believe, is like um d like expunging past drug records in oklahoma and it didn't pass this go around but i mean the vote total like the vote total is one point say 1.4 million and we look at what sq788 got again a little less than it's a little it's, it's about half that but again, 20, 2018 for this for this medical marijuana question, which made um um which made Oklahoma the best medical marijuana state in the country. Um again, you got a bit of you got half of that, but you still got a lot of turnout. You still got a lot of people that were motivated to vote for cannabis that showed up in record numbers for a June election. All right. So let's look, let's do a little bit more analysis. So um, Michigan, when they legalize adult use um, to uh, keep forgetting we're not in 2020 anymore, we're in 2021. Um, so three years ago or so, um, so Prop 1 was, was legalizing cannabis for all adults over 21. So this gets about... This gets about, um, I'm trying to think. So this gets about like, like three point, like, it's about like what, 4 million votes or so, close to 4 million. Yeah, so about 4 million votes, like total for between yes and um when you combine yes and no so it's about four million or so votes um again this was a midterm election this wasn't a general election but you still got you still got nearly um 56 percent of the vote like that's that's still a pretty good result that was that was enough to punch it in for the for for the touchdown it was enough but then we look at Michigan um, with their what what the voter turnout was um, 
for the general election. So let's combine the two numbers. Um, so yeah, that's obviously like, it's close to 6 million. So the turnout is a bit more overall. So combine all this, it's about six or so million. But then we look at the ballot measures that they had and the turnout for that. Let's look at this. So again, um, this is, so for this, it makes, makes changes to revenue in the state park fund related funds and how they can be spent. So let's, let's do the math here. This is like 4.8 million. Again, this was not much more. This was not much. This is not much less, or this is not much more than, than what the adult use measure got. It was not much more at all, you know? 4.8 versus just around 4 million that really that really isn't that much of a difference and then look at and then the, again this is about i want to say close to 5 million or so again this is not that much of a difference in, in the grand scheme of things and then one more chart i want to present um, let me, let me find it. Bear with me one sec. All right, there it is. All right, it's like the final sort of chart right now. I'm gonna zoom. All right, so this was the 2020 election. Um, so we look at like the demographics. Um, so. So the initial initiative, the adult use initiative that had failed in 2015 that Ohio put on the ballot. So, so this dot is around is 2016. So let's say this is 2015. Um, 2015, you didn't really have Zoomers voting in, in, in that election. You know, the, the, the Zoomer generation was just a little too young in 2015 to have voted for um ohio's failed measure um i'm not gonna go into the flaws of that measure um you know what i'll just i'll, I'll just go into it because you know it, it might be your first time listening to this so I, I always try to treat this like it's one's first time listening to my podcast so i'll recap that a bit all right so oklahoma so excuse me so ohio had a adult use measure where they were only going to allow, I think, I forgot the number of growers. I think it was like 10 growers, 10 growers total. And, um, and it was, and a lot of people didn't like that they were putting a state oligopoly model into their state constitution. And a lot of the activists then, you know, and I, and I was keeping track of this to a degree, six or so years ago when this was on the ballot. Um, 
like a lot of people did not like that they were putting an oligopoly oligopoly into their state constitution so they voted it down being like oh well we're just gonna well in in 2016 we'll get a better one in 2018 we'll get a better one but we're in 2021 right now and um people are paying 60 70 dollars for tenths for medical marijuana and people are having to drive to michigan um, or, or get their passenger pigeon or dodo bird to, to fetch them their their um, adult use cannabis. Um, they're having to go to Michigan, um, get get that dodo bird to Michigan, or they're having to go to, to Illinois, which is also legalized. And um, in May, um, South Dakota, um, they're going to their their legalization will start going into effect. So people. Um, can start growing their own in South Dakota. I believe in. I, I believe it's like March or May of this year. I have to double check that. But um, people are going to be able to go to to all those states to get their their fix through passenger pigeon. Again, everything we talk about is for educational purposes only. We don't recommend anyone break the law in their state, county, municipality, or federally, wherever they live educational purposes only but um but yeah so zoomers were not really voting in that 2015 election but now they're they're about 10 percent of the um, of the voter populace right now they're 10 percent of that now where they they were they were like they weren't even like they didn't even register like by 20 on 2015 they were like under like they were under 5% in 2015 there was very little of them of them voting and if there were zoomers voting in that election they were the very youngest ones but but look at that they passed the silent generation which is a very sort of conservative generation and a very old fashioned one but um, but but they still they still have a lot of power. The silent gen. They're the, it's said that they're the richest generation in the United States. Um, look it up. It's true. Um, but they still run things. Like Joe Biden, he's part of that generation. Bernie, he's one of the Bernie. He's progressive as heck, and he's one of the good ones. I'm he 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 was an exception to this sort of um the sort of conservative um center right center left governance we've had you know for the past 40 years he's been an exception to that he's actually returning he was actually trying to return the party back to fdr um but you know we've had we've had the reagan paradigm either through democratic presidents or republican presidents we've had that for the past 40 flipping years um but again you have you have fossils like like biden that are still that are still in office that still have power you have people like diane feinstein who like just two days ago flipped her reefer badness views on cannabis like she's been in in in, in the senate since the, the flipping 90s so she was there when california legalized for 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 medical use in 96 she was there she was in the senate and her record was atrocious up until the last two or so years she voted against every cannabis bill and she represents a state that is a trailblazer in that industry. Yet her 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 silent gen fossil views on cannabis 
um, she got to impose that on her on on her voters for for several flipping decades. And again, she only found Jesus now, now that the issue is unavoidable. But again, she has not, you can't teach an 80-something, nearly 90-year-old new tricks. I'm sorry, you can't. But again, the when we put political pressure on our people, like even if they don't, even if they don't mentally change their mind, that political pressure is going to pressure them because they want to keep their jobs, they want to keep their pun, their their money, they want to keep their power, wealth, and influence. That's 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 what that's the number one thing a, a politician wants to do. But um, okay, so let's look at millennials. So that's the generation I'm in. I'm in my early 30s. Um, so about 2015, we were about we were about almost 30, almost 30, yeah, over 30 percent of the voter population. But um, I think we saw a little bit of a decrease. Um, saw a slight decrease or a slight sort of plateauing, plateauing. So we've been about 27 or 20 something, the high 20s for quite a bit of time, but we're, we're continuing to grow as a, as a, as a part of the electorate, my generation, 20, we're 27% of the electorate and we're probably, and in, in 2015, we were maybe 20, maybe we were like, yeah, so I would say we were, yeah, so we were about 27 then and we're 27 now. But boomers, their influence is continuing to, to attenuate because in 2015, when that um, Ohio vote was held, they were still over, they were still close to 35% of the voting population. They're still, they still close to 35% of that voting population, but now they've dropped to 28%. So all those numbers are going to factor in when this is on the ballot in Ohio in in 2021. It's a completely different ball game than what what we had in 2015. So I am fairly confident and again I'll I'll be willing to eat crow if this is put on the ballot and it fails and and momentum stops a little bit. I, I mean I'll, I'm willing to eat crow, but would would Michigan having full adult use and Illinois having full adult use like they're they're like the people of Ohio are going to want that money. They're going to want that over the counter access while keeping their privacy while not giving up their guns. Again, Ohio is a purple state. A lot of people like guns. Like this, this is going to really this this adult use is really going to appeal to people. People talk. People cross pollinate. I have family in New York. You know. Um. I, I mean, I'm a. Again, I we don't all we don't all live in a flipping bubble. We we have family, we have friends in other different states, and 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 guess what? We're we're talking to that family and friends in other other states. We're comparing notes. Um, but I'm I, but in short, I am very very confident that if if adult use is on the ballot in 2021 in in Ohio, it's going to pass. It's not going to suffer the same fate as um as the other one that was on the ballot in 2015 um but we'll we'll see what the activists are able to put on the ballot we we really hope that it's a i mean again all they have to do is just copy you know just copy um Colorado or copy Oregon 
um, where people can grow their own people can people where Oregon, for example, they, they made the barriers of entry as low as possible for their adult use program. So a lot of people that were selling on the illicit market, like they made it their explicit goal in Oregon to bring all of those people in the fold. So they made it so the regulation to start a dispensary, to start a small craft store was not was not too onerous. Like, again, you just have to follow what Oregon did. Like, you know, ounces, you can get ounces there for fifty fifty dollars outdoor ounces um you know colorado they have a very good cannabis scene they've they've regulated it correctly they didn't make the barriers of entry too too high they gave people a lot of choice and people can grow their own if they want to grow their own again all you have to do is just copy them or, or, or copy arizona which is another purple state people can grow a few of their own plants um I mean, Arizona's initiative, like I've, I've complained about it, you know, in the in, in the years that we've covered it, again, it has a lot of imperfections. It it explicitly puts that employers can still fire you for cannabis on, on the clock. Um, you can't use in public places. I mean, again, that's that's boilerplate because all the initiatives have that clause, but they don't have the they don't explicitly say that employees can employers can ban you from 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 using. They don't explicitly put it. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's a lot of tyranny in Arizona as one. But if 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 a fellow purple state wants to copy another purple state, let, uh, using the Arizona one might work. And that, that got 60% of the vote. But, um, but yeah, I mean, I wanted to just sort of expand on what we were talking about now. Um, don't want to keep this up so too long. As always, I can be found anywhere you find podcasts such as iTunes, CastBox, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, and other platforms like it. You can find me on Instagram at underscore I am Cannabis Sativa, and then on Twitter at IC Sativa Pod. And as always, everyone, stay medicated, my friends, and free Julian Assange. If you find yourself coming around often to my podcast and want to support our humble little project, there are quite a few ways you could do so. Supporting us helps us keep the lights on, pay rent, pay for hosting, equipment, and travel. You can do this by going to https colon slash slash anchor dot fm slash i am canvas sativa podcast slash support you can also support me now on patreon at www.patreon.com slash ic sativa podcast you can support the podcast for as little as one dollar a month we also have a five dollar and above tier if you are feeling extra generous additionally if you wish to get in contact with us you can leave a voice message on anchor and you can do this by going to h https colon slash slash anchor dot fm slash i am canvas sativa podcast and click the send voice message button and i may just play it on a future episode you can also call and leave a voice message at 617-466-9389 and i may just play it on a future episode feel free to join the ever expanding i am canvas sativa podcast planet on discord we yes we've got a discord Discord channel and that Discord channel can be found at https colon slash slash discord dot gg greg greg slash 
T-H-E-T-T-P-S-6-5-T-G-2-N-R. Again, that is H-T-T-P-S colon slash slash discord dot G-G slash 6-5-T-G-2-N-R. Feel free to check out Sequoia Organics for a great source of CBD and hemp-based products. You can check them out by the link H-T-T-P-S colon slash B-I-T dot L-Y slash 3-3-F-K-R-V-9. And you can enter the following coupon codes for extra discounts, such as Dog Treat 20, Tincture 20, 40% sign off ISO, 15% sign off CBD. And that applies to the entire store. And as always, everyone, stay medicated, my friends. Peace out and ciao.